Do I have to be invited in? Welcome to Stuff to Watch, the podcast that takes the stress out of streaming. I'm James Crute, and in just 10 minutes, I'll help you make the most of your viewing time. My guests this week are Bridget Jones. Hello. And Emily Brooks. Hi. Let's start with some prestige crime drama from the BBC, Sherwood, fresh this week on TVNZ+. Bridget, what did you make of this? Yeah, well, this is the type of British drama where at the end of the first episode, after a body has been found, you get one of those montages where it cuts to every single character and they all look horrifically guilty and you think that they've all been part of this this bloody murder. Full of suspense, full of, you know, intrigue and drama. According to the internet, Sherwood is about the hunt for a killer after two murders strike a small British ex-mining town. There's lots of politics, lots of, you know, mining history. But at the end of the first episode, only one person is dead. So who knows where that's going? You know what folk are saying? Someone's targeting striking miners. I mean, who's next? It's based on two murders that really happened near where the writer of the show grew up in Nottinghamshire. And it's very much of that Broadchurch, Happy Valley mould of show with a stellar cast. David Morrissey, who I will always associate with the brilliant TV series Blackpool and also Red Riding, and Leslie Manville, who's starred in basically every Mike Lee film ever made. They both star and there's a, a fun Downton Abbey reunion for a couple of cast members as well. It's gold. It's rock solid, murder mystery, beautifully shot, really intriguing. You want to keep watching and find out what happens next. Emily, any thoughts from you? Are you in agreement with Bridget on that one? Yeah, I mean, look, it's not like this is doing anything really new. It's not treading any new ground. But the Brits are extremely good at this kind of thing. I'm here for David Morrissey. I'm very here for Leslie Manville. This is a show for me, for sure. I loved it as well. Uh, I was in Britain when the miners' strike was on in 1984. And as a small child, it was kind of fascinating to look at that. This brought back some memories of Scargill and Thatcher. And also all those... um, Wow, all those British movies of the 1990s which looked at Thatcher's Britain. You know, I thought we'd I thought we'd almost gotten past it, you know, the full Monty's, the brass doffs. But a lot of the actors who were sort of minor roles in that turn up in this. I'm hooked. I definitely want to find out what happens with it. It's been getting rave reviews overseas as well. It is very similar to Broadchurch. I'm I'm all up for it. Let's move to the next crime drama, which is one from America called Blackbird. Emily, you've been taking a look at this. So this stars Taron Edgerton, and if you think that he's Elton John, then prepare to be absolutely shook by this show. It's a written-for-TV drama from Dennis Lehane, who wrote the novels Mystic River and Shutter Island. And in this, we have Taron Edgerton being ridiculous ridiculously buff as Jimmy Keane, who is the charming son of a career cop who's made just a ton of money running a drug racket. His luck finally runs out. He's sent down to prison for 10 years. But the cops have an intriguing proposition for him, which is that he move to a maximum security prison for the criminally insane, befriend a killer called Larry Hall, find out where he buried a dozen bodies, and in return have his sentence completely overturned. You want me to check into hell and befriend the demon? Not for all the money in the world. How about freedom? He goes in, he's pretty dubious. Slowly he builds a sort of tenuous kind of friendship which gives way to doubts about Larry's guilt and just ramps up a huge amount of suspense considering that most of the show takes place in a prison. 
We have the 1997 present cutting back to Greg Kinnear, who's a cop investigating the 1993 murder. Um, We have an amazingly good supporting cast along with Kinnear. There's Ray Liotta in his final TV role playing Big Jim, Jimmy's cop dad. Robin Malcolm, that's Cheryl West to you, is Jim's second wife. It's so suspenseful. It's so well written. Everything you expect from Lahane, also based on a true story, but I'm not going to find out what actually happened because I'm along for the ride on this one. It's great. This has probably been one of the dramas of the year so far for me. I, it kind of came out on left field. It just shows how Apple are getting stronger and stronger in their content. Um, yeah, Edgerton is is quite something in this. It has to be said. It's a very powerful performance. Um, but equally, Greg Kinnear is fantastic. It has a kind of true detective vibe for me, but also that behind bars, very much slammer, conundrum, what does he do? I loved how Edgerton's character was running this scheme on the side so that he could get fresh vegetables and lean meat as part of his diet. But we also won't go into what he was selling as well. Oh dear Lord. Time for a change of pace and some school holiday viewing, maybe for older teens anyway. Boobitch, a supernatural teen sitcom on Netflix. Bridget. What a name. They had me at that. Yeah, it's ridiculous. How am I there and still here? Am I a ghost? Lana Condor, who made her name in the To All The Boys teen rom-com series, which are a great watch for, you know, any age. Here she plays another teenager, which in itself is surprising. She's 25. She needs to stop playing teenage girls. Or give me her beauty routine. I'll take either. But this time, rather than falling in love, she dies. Spoiler alert. To stay around, she needs to become more popular in death than in life, and so she becomes something of an influencer within her high school. Or in the words of the woman who plays her, the worst person ever. Uh, It's a really silly, fun, quite interesting look at sort of that teen lifestyle, what social media can do to people, how it changes people, the pressures it puts on you know, young people and older people today. And like you say, it's perfectly time for the second week of the school holidays. This is a fun, silly watch that um, anyone can sort of get into. I liked the kind of, uh, and I'm going to show my age here, Square Pegs vibe about it, which was my great Gen X high school comedy series of the time. Had Sarah Jessica Parker in it team. It's fascinating in its way. It, it gives you some interesting insights and, and it's all about being popular really at the start and then it turns into this kind of weird ghost story. But it doesn't want to follow the rules of being a ghost story. I actually enjoyed it more than that ghost series that Rose McIver is in, just to throw in another Kiwi actress doing something unexpectedly elsewhere. And it kind of lost me a little bit at that point, but but definitely it's fresh, it's fun, it's, it's something a bit different and it's got that great title it's gonna get some get some hits on netflix that's for sure also on netflix is another kind of teen friendly title it's yet another reboot of a classic story although i guess it's less a modern day version of dangerous liaisons than a french update of cruel intentions emily absolutely look i have never read dangerous liaisons i haven't seen the uh, much lauded 1988 film i have seen cruel intentions many many times very familiar with it <laughs> and you're absolutely right so we're cruel intentions updated dangerous liaisons to 1999 with very privileged new york teens this is 2021 beer with very 
very privileged French teens. Uh, there's one interesting idea in this film, I think really only one, and that is that the social media high school hierarchy of today mirrors the hierarchy of pre-revolution France. That's pretty much it. After that, it is all downhill. Uh, like the novel and the preceding films, it focuses on a particularly privileged pair of kids who decide to corrupt a couple of naive virgins. The problem for me was that, unlike Cruel Intentions, this film has neither sense of humour about itself nor really any heart. So in Cruel Intentions, the motor of the film is Reese Witherspoon's character, who is virginal, but she's sassy and quirky, and Ryan Phillippe's cad legitimately slowly falls for her. That pair in this film, she's self-righteous. He's a total doofus. They have zero spark. They also change the ending, which means that one of the biggest lessons in the source material isn't really learnt. I want this 90 minutes of my life back. Go watch Cruel Intentions. Yeah, I watched a, a film early last year called R and J and Dangerous R hashtag J, which was a um, modern update of Romeo and Juliet, and that worked far better as a kind of uh, looking at the Instagram hashtag generation, you know, bringing a story up to date. This really did feel a bit lost. I completely agree that it is one to avoid. Let's go back to crime for my classic cup this week. And a courtroom drama for the ages. One of my favourite films of all time. All right, all right, all right. It's a time to kill on Netflix and Amazon Prime Video, which has Matthew McConaughey, Donald Sutherland, Sandra Bullock, Kiefer Sutherland as well. It's a John Grisham story at the height of John Grisham when every second movie was a John Grisham story. It's set in the South. It has a lot to say about race relations and it has a lot to say about the American justice system. We have a duty to seek the truth, not with our mind, but with our hearts. I just love it to bits. It's full of speeches. I guess it's the 90s version of To Kill a Mockingbird in a lot of ways. What do you guys think? It was peak John Grisham. We had all of those films come out around the same time. I feel like this one maybe got a little bit lost in the mix, but like you say, it's a classic. It's well worth a rewatch. I mean, Matthew McConaughey, Sandra Bullock, what a team. I agree, but in the cast, can we also shout out Oliver Platt? Criminally underused. Love him. Love that suit he wears too. Even if you just go and listen to the trailer, it's one of the most magnificent two and a half minutes that Hollywood has ever produced in terms of distilling a story down to that time period. Let's remind you of what we talked about today. Sherwood on TVNZ Plus, Blackbird on Apple TV Plus, Boo Bitch on Netflix, and Dangerous Liaisons also on Netflix. And my classic cut is A Time to Kill on Netflix and Amazon Prime Video. That's us done for another week. We're back next Friday. In the meantime, subscribe to our newsletter by clicking the link in any Stuff to Watch story on stuff.co.nz and follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks to my guests, Bridget Jones. See ya. And Emily Brooks. Thanks, James. And to producer Chris Reed. I'm James Crute, and I've been finding you Stuff to Watch.